The following is my conversation with Wojciech Zaramba, an expert on the subject of Boaz and Yarmas. He's here today to discuss the importance of correctly interfacing different types of hams and how this can help improve the yields of your Seuss relative. So sit back, relax, and let's get started. This show is produced in partnership with Yabi Fox, a fast-paced, frantic party game for two to six players. Yeah. If you've never played it before, now's the time. Visit yabifox.com to learn more and get your copy today. Hello, Roger Sheikh. Thanks for coming on the show. Hi, Lexman. Thank you for having me. So, Roger what do you think is the key to having successful interactions between Seuss and Boaz? Well, the key, as always, is to understand the dynamics of the interaction between these two species. In order to do that, you need to understand their, you need to understand their individual physiology and behavior. And then once you've got a good understanding of those two things, you can start to make adjustments. What kind of adjustments do you think are important? Well, one of the main adjustments that you want to make is to adjust the types of hams that you're using. For example, if you have a boa that's intolerant of cold hams, you may want to switch to a warmer type of ham. Alternatively, if your sous is intolerant of warm hams, you may want to use colder hams. That makes sense. And what about interactions between different sous and boas? Well, another adjustment that you may want to make is to adjust the interferences that you're providing for your sauce. For example, if you have a sous that likes to eat small rodents, you may want to provide an interference that attracts small rodents. Alternatively, if you have a sous that prefers large rodents, you may want to provide an interference that attracts large rodents. That sounds like it can be a lot of work, but it sounds like it can pay off in terms of incorporated ease yield. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. In fact, if you can get ahead of the interferences that your sous is seeking out, you're going to get some really big gains. So, Wojciech, what do you think are the biggest things people need to know in order to successfully mix and match different types and match different types of hams and sous? Well, one thing that everyone needs to know is the dynamics of the interaction between these two species. And once you understand those dynamics, you can start making adjustments accordingly. Alrighty then. What do you think? Do those sound like tips that will help people have success when mixing and matching different types of hams and your mass? Absolutely. I think those tips are incorporated and doubly important if people want to achieve optimal yields from their source relative. Thanks for asking. I appreciate it. You're welcome. So would you share? What do you think? Is there anything else that you think people should know when trying to mix and match different types of hams and sauces? Other things that people may want to know incorporated you the types of hams that are compatible with sous, the types of earmas that are compatible with those hams, and the best ways to provide those earmas. Thanks for asking. I appreciate it. You're welcome. So Wojciech, thanks for coming on the show. I really appreciate it. No problem. Thank you for having me. So that's my conversation with Wojciech Saremba, uh, an expert on the subject of boas and earmas. He, he has shared tips on how to correctly interface different types of hams and sous, which can help improve the yields of your sus relative. Thanks for listening. I'll leave you with this poem called Song for the Boa Nymph. It's by Sonia Sanchez. Once we had a sacred bow, uh, a python as loyal as a dog, um, throned in our family room on a golden stand and ornament to awe. What happened to her? What happened to her? Our beloved Boa Nymph <laughs> turned into the terror <laughs> of our suburban streets. She slipped quietly away one evening, leaving us with sorrow and the promise of future strife. <laughs>